Well, I don't know if we're gonna try and talk like over the song. Oh no, so we're it, like not. matches up with what it's nah. saying. Okay, nah. you'll you'll just throw it in there so it has zero context. Yes. Welcome to the new Ugly, where we only review U2 songs on loop forever. My name is Bono, and I'm here with the Edge. So, this is actually Scott, Lucky Spoon. Hey, we go back a long way. Probably. How you doing, Scott? Pretty good. Thanks for having me on the uh, podcast, and uh, thanks for inviting me to join Nurein this year. Finally. Yeah. Did you enjoy doing it? You know, it was an experience. It it had that taste, that flavor of song fight, if you know what I mean. I think you know what I mean. But it also had uh, that element of pressure to do the songs week after week. You know, you're just finishing up a song and you've got another one coming on Monday. Yeah, it's terrible. Can't wait to be done. So we are covering Nurein 14. You have to be the upbeat one because I'm just gonna... Woo! I am am through with this contest. Uh, Welcome to our ongoing coverage of Nurein 14. Uh, We are at round... Uh, let's see, that's uh, round five was the one we just had, and that's what we're going to review today. Last week was No Memory. And I don't remember it. No Memory, the challenge was Elements of Chiptune slash Computer Sounds, and um, the winner was Vowel Sounds, and the losers, or those who were cut, I guess they're not I losers. mean, at this point, is anyone really a loser? So, uh, Frankie Big Face, Nick Soma, The Sunday Colors, and Faster Jackalope were all cut last week. And this week, the title was Where the Streets Have No Name, and the challenge was Tell a Story from the End to the Beginning. Now, Scott, if you had written a song for this, what would you have done? Uh, I had a few ideas that ran through my head. Obviously, I did not run with any of them too much, but uh, one of the front runners, which probably would have got me cut like most of my other ideas, was to come up with a full story, write it out, write some music, and then just sing the whole thing backwards, word for word. (laughs) We got some really, 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 really long stories that don't make sense. So this is a a great round. I think the the important part is here, we've got some mysteries to unravel. Some of these stories, you know, I noticed that was a theme this week, that the songs had an element of mystery. You're trying to figure out what happened. You're starting at the beginning, (laughs) you're working backwards. Are you saying mystery on purpose? No. Okay. On with the show. We'll put a pin in that. Um, We have some great songs here, and we are going to listen to Agony Sauce. And you may have noticed, dear listeners, that Glenn is using all of the previous challenges in his songs. Oh, okay. He's yeah. doing a cumulative buildup. Nice. I like it. I noticed there was a lot of repeats of challenges throughout the, the whole group of songs this week. Yeah, it was kind of interesting how people weren't so thrilled with chiptunes last week and then came back to them. You know, it grows on you. Just like the uh, 8-bit era, it's nostalgic. You know, you hear those sounds, you want to go back and play that old video games. So what do you think of this song? Well, the first thing I noticed is the intro 
had kind of a cake Jolene sound to it. If you want to start that over, you could almost just start singing the lyrics to Jolene. Yeah, it has a lot of familiar elements from the 90s. Um, and I, I did notice that there were some cake elements to it. In fact, his wife's song, uh, Rachel Later, I felt had some other cake elements to it. There's a lot of cake this week. Really? Maybe. Well, I, I, I've written down cake several times in my notes, is, is all I have to say. And Interesting. Could just be that we're, we're both kind of cake fans. Or? Well, that's pretty sweet. Uh-huh. Huh. Got it. Um, so I thought this was a really good entry. The story he tells is uh, pretty comprehensive. Like a lot of the songs this week, the lyrics kind of go on and on, but they don't they don't really grind on me the way some of them do. Not that they grind on me, but they don't uh, kind of prattle on. They, they do get to a point that, that is a fulfilling conclusion. And uh, I thought his ending was very strong. His beginning was strong. And um, yeah, it, it's just solid overall. Sounds great. Great performances. So you said the story was well-formed, well-constructed. What was your take on the story? It sounds like it's uh, about some rural town mm-hmm. that uh, maybe some businesses got involved in and somebody right. kills himself or something. It's the people revolt. You know, blue-collar town that revolted. I noticed some uh, some subtleties there. I'm trying to, you know, piece together the mystery. Oh. Uh, notice the, a character named John. Okay. In the, in the first wall, which is the last verse, so working backwards. Uh, the town grew and bloomed. Perhaps Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> okay. Could be in there. Okay. Well, let us know, Glenn, if it's Johnny Appleseed who hung himself. <laughs> I think I think that's how it ends. Not in the not in the kids version, but uh, you know those those versions that you see online and ruin the kids' stories. Later. Right, right. The Brothers Grimm version. Yeah. They- All right. Did you have any other notes for that one? I, I liked the uh, background vocals, the choir. It kind of sounded like the town. It, they came together to rise up, so it sounded like they're kind of backing them up. I really like that touch oh, with that chorus. That's a really uh, really good observation. Uh, where he sort of sounded really like um, some 90s songs. That, that first chord progression really sounds like a song. I, I can't put my finger on it, and it wasn't Jolene. And then there's a melody later in the song that sounded a lot like uh, it was borrowing exactly from a 90s song. And I think we're already at next week's challenge. It's like you're a time traveler. Hey! Is next week's challenge is. There, there might be like a that. few time, time travelers in this competition. Oh my gosh. All right. Berkeley social scene up next. social scene that's a pretty solid song from berkeley right there it's it's going to be a tough week to criticize it seems like all of the entries are just pretty solid a lot of people are you know hitting their peaks or at least just being real strong (laughs) we'll get the my song next yeah so uh so this song evokes a very oldies vibe to me maybe what is it 70s yeah i actually 
wrote down that the the chorus it's it sounds a lot like uh, Devo Freedom of Choice. If you're familiar with that song? I'm not familiar with that song. This is what I do usually is you, you come up with a song and then I tell you what it sounds like and it ruins it for you. So yep, that's, exactly. <laughs> that's the history of Apollo 14. In terms of vocal melody, I don't love what's going on with the verse. Uh, it's just two notes over and over kind of delivered on beat, but that chorus, for whatever reason, really really drives the song. It's so catchy, especially with the instrumentation mm-hmm. going on there, that uh, that little, little guitar twitter twiddly thing mm-hmm. pretty much like last week but with a much stronger chorus I'd say so the story what, uh, do, what do we have for the story did you get anything the, I mean this is something about Greek mythology I think there's there's a bull picture I, f- I feel like the bull picture in the lyrics thread was a red herring it's nothing about a bull I think that's a minotaur oh that could be and well, I did notice there's also a, a lyric about the god of See. Well, I, I did notice that steer clear, where steer was spelled like the cow, the bull. The, well, not the yeah, bull. that that could be. The it could minotaur. it could have been a, a pun, or it could have just been a. I would mistake. applaud that pun. You know, uh, if, if you meant to, I'll give it to you. For me, the story didn't really stand out, and it kind of went on for a very long, very long time. Like a lot of these songs, they could have been, I don't know, half as long. I think people had a really tough time making reverse stories. That was a really difficult lyrical challenge to pull off. Mm-hmm. I, I applaud the effort, though. I mean, it at least gives me something to ponder. You know, talking about someone someone who's chubby, vexed by his wife, exiled. You know, I'm getting maybe the Cyclops, <laughs> the Cyclops from the Odyssey. <laughs> maybe it is. And, and uh, everything sounds really great in this song. Uh, the mastering and the mixing are pretty spot on in my book. One of the stronger ones this week. All right, let's move on to Grumpy Mike. That's Grumpy Mike. So Mike. Me. You uh <laughs> you invite me on your podcast as a guest. Um Yeah, I'm I'm a bit nervous, I'll be honest. Um I don't want to impose. I don't want to uh <laughs> you know, rock the boat. I just want to be kind of the sidekick and just kind of go along with what sure, you're doing. Sure. And then I I listened to your song last night. And I, I can't help but think that you're that you're trolling just a little bit. I mean, you're coming in with a time signature of five pi over square root of two, and <laughs> <laughs> you just got to do cut something. me already! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you get throw in like multiple elements of religion in there. <laughs> <laughs> Please take me out of this contest. I don't want it anymore. It's not gonna work, Mike. It's not gonna work. It's gonna be. Here's what it's gonna be, Mike. You're gonna you're gonna slip your way in through hatred and, and, and disgust of all your songs. And you're going to make it to the point where you actually want to try. You're going to get maybe to the final, maybe to a point where you think, hey, I could take this thing. And you're going to actually try, and then you're going to get crushed. Because that's that's the way the world works. That is true. I can definitely see that happening. Um, as for this song, I could have used another 10 hours to polish it up. Vocal delivery is kind of crap. 
A++ song concept, I think, in terms of reverse stories. One of the better reverse stories just could have been better overall. C, C- performance. I nailed my bass tone, though, so that's what's important. It, it goes to show that uh, I think the people that wrote the songs know a lot more about the reverse stories than people like me, the listener. Because I'm still somewhat perplexed exactly what's going on. I, I, I see a few elements in there. I could I could draw some, maybe some, you know, some send, send someone the, the Christ, the resurrection, the death, the savior, someone is lost. Maybe he's in uh, purgatory-ish or something in there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, it's, it's, okay. It, it, I mean, it's three reverse stories in one. Okay. The one is that you don't know he's praying for his friend who's maybe stuck in purgatory. Okay. So he's praying for a dead person. The narrative. Oh, okay. Okay. okay? Yeah. And uh, he's praying the rosary, which is uh, five sets of so many prayers. Is that where the, the five and the five eight came from? Kind of. And then uh, the rosary has a different set of five mysteries you do for different days and different occasions. For the dead people occasion, it would be oh. this set of mysteries. Okay. And so they're backwards. And then at the end of the song, I say what they are. It's just I've used very masked language throughout the whole thing. And the thing that I really like about this concept is it almost makes sense backwards. Okay. It just show, shows the versatility of the, the rosary or the mysteries, as it were. The mysteries are backwards, but you say them chronologically forward. So if they're backward in the song, but they look like they're... Anyway. anyway. I got gotcha. you. Is, is this why you were getting on me for mysteries before, like I was alluding yeah. to your song? Yeah. I just, I, I have no idea what I'm doing. I, yeah. I hit that one in the dark. Blind squirrel funny in that. Uh, about your performance, though, you know, I, I agree. It's kind of a generic mic song. I like the chord progression in the chorus. That's some classic mic chord progressions. The the verse is a little cake. You know, there's another cake. And I like the the choir Oz part. In the, I think it's the bridge. Hmm. That's weird that you would get cake from a 5-8 song. You know... But- I also wrote these while listening in a in a in a group room, a turbo room, a war room. I don't know what what would what, what call this thing that will Prison. be understood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so I I was unfortunately in an all day basically an all day meeting today at work, and that was the only chance I had to listen. So some of these notes I honestly don't remember writing down. So I'm just gonna go with them and trust Pat Scott for. Uh, Musical prowess. Gotta trust Pass Scott. All right, on to Max Bombast. Max Bombast, what do you think, Scott? Mm, so good. You know, 
I've been kind of a Max Bombast fan this whole contest. This week's song, I feel like it started off weak. It was, it was one of those where it's like, it was a slow burn. Mm-hmm. My first thought when I listened to it is, eh, you know, he's phoning it in this week. But, you know, as it picked up, you know, as it built, and then as I read the, like, the every time I listen to it, I like it more. Yeah, it, it does get better upon repeat listens. I was very surprised that he went with a slower tempo. <laughs> um, because it seemed like he was going to, I mean, maybe he had an overflow because he was, he was at 200, 190, I think last week. I mean, he, he said his tempo so high that it went to negative. So his song was in reverse. <laughs> Whoa, that's deep. I like how he's trying all sorts of different stuff and putting together a puzzle here. You know, a lot of the songs kind of just repeated the same verse, chorus, verse, chorus over again, and he's got some nice change-ups, which, um, you know, I think they could have maybe used a little more workshopping. Uh, Not that I can point fingers, but, you know, I applaud the effort, and yeah, I think it came out really good. Yeah, I think some of the high points for me was the, the the falsetto vocals and just in the chorus or with bridge or the come to the chorus where he, where he cracks into that falsetto i thought that was great um i liked the bridge kind of had a, a fourth of july sound garden sound you know with chugging yeah okay yeah the one thing i noticed is that uh some of the lines reminded me of michelle branch's song are you happy now was that the one that you compared me to in week zero mm, probably not yeah, uh, I did notice that there's, uh, what, a key change or a scale change or something in this song. Mm, I didn't catch that. And it sounded like he was kind of going for something different, but then he reverted to some of his typical, like, musical stylings, which is fine. I mean, I like that it's... This is like taking all of Max Bombast's hit inclinations and mushing them up into a, a tasty sandwich. Mm-hmm. And just spreading it out real nice and smooth. Yeah, like you said, his his bread and butter is just kind of like that that poppy, the pop pop pow, you know, the the poppy upbeat songs, you know. And this is slowing it down, and and he nailed it. Yep. So what was Max's song about? To me, talking about the freeze, people stuck in there. I think it's it's one of those movies, right? It was is day after tomorrow or twenty twelve? One of those like horrifically bad movies where they had to run away from the frost that was coming at them. Did you ever see any of those? Uh, yeah, but this song ends with, uh, I think his wife killing it herself. You know, I mean, in a way, um, if we're not taking care of the planet, we are all killing ourselves in some way. So, that is I, true. I, I think, you know, was it 2012, I think, was the one that ended up with the world all on fire after it was icy, and then they're kind of flying around. I'm, I'm catching the subtle ones. If he did, if he did write this song about one of those corny movies, more applause there. <laughs> I think it's just kind of following the theme of uh, a lot of his songs in this contest. You know, he did pup-pup-pump the breaks. It it seems like he's he's very much on an environmental kick. It's the new green deal. (laughs) No, it's not. No. (laughs) Vito. This is a good song. It tells a good story. Thanks, Max. Up to Marison.
That's a pretty smooth song. Mm-hmm. Very well put together. Yes. You know, given the text I was getting from uh, Sam, I expected some slapdash piece of garbage like my song. But, uh, you know, this is a very well put together and well performed, and uh, I'm very impressed. Yeah, yeah. I feel, you know, as I saw it as kind of a, a half rock and a half cha cha cha, a little bit. Uh, uh, an interesting blend. A little bit like, um, oh, what was that 90s hit, uh, The oh, Way? No, I was going to say um, uh, Hotel California. But I, I don't, my band references are fairly poor. Anyway, it did feel like he took a little bit of that oldies inspiration from the Berkeley social scene uh, song he was also involved in. Okay. But I did like this one a lot, and that drum line in particular really, really got my attention. Just a very slick drum line. Notice the vibra slap and the slide guitar. Down. The A plus. I have A, a plus for the uh, vibra slap. Indeed. Vibra slap always gets A plus. Great job on the harmonies. My only real complaint, I mean, other than the same complaint I have for all the songs this round, which is the, the book of lyrics that don't make sense. <laughs> I mean, it adds, it might, it adds to the mystery. We're gonna we're gonna have to decipher those lyrics, and I've I've got some good ones for this. One. So so other than that, I felt like the vocals could be louder, and I don't know if you really want them to be louder in this song, given the story. Like, it's a very laid back performance, and I'm not sure it's a laid back story, but I'm not sure what type of performance you would put with this story, <laughs> or what the story is. No, I got I know what the story okay. is about. Oh, okay. You're, you're this... gonna have to guess. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I have a note. To, to bring in the cake reference, I saw this as cake if they were less pop and didn't have a whiny singer. So, so when I when I when I listened to these songs, I did two passes: one for just uh, production performance, didn't really listen to the words, and then another when I was listening to the words and trying to figure out what the songs were about. So, on my first pass, <laughs> I have de- I have written down definitely about the Iron Giant. <laughs> Probably just because I heard the last line, heard metal thing, and just said, "Oh, Iron Giant." You're not far off. Okay. Uh, some other guesses. Uh, little, little Jean Valjean, Les Miserables, The Police Barrier, Vengeance or something like that. Uh, maybe Van Helsing. Okay. So that, that's, that's where I was shooting. So apparently this song is about a guy who kills his wife. I don't know if they kill him or what. Basically, they take down all the street signs because they're metal and turn him into a metal RoboCop. Okay. <laughs> Wait, the guy who kills his wife or the guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he turns... Is this before or after he kills his wife? No, the story starts with RoboCop. Okay. Oh, because it, it ends at the beginning. I, I had a trouble understanding. I think I got most of that right. There, There is a lot of... This is another recurring theme is people died this week. People died in songs. Yeah. Either. Well, you have to M. Night Shyamalan it. It's, I mean, the twist, that's that's the, you know, I don't want to call people lazy, but uh, killing people when you're looking for a twist. And I'm, I'm throwing M. Light Shyamalan in there, too. Killing people is a, is a lazy twist. Sometimes you just need a song for the stupid challenge. Up next, we've got Rachel Lane. People talk to me, but I don't speak the language. Like the streets where I'm living, I do not have a streets have no name I'm anonymous and I'll be safely out of their reach 
That is uh, Rachel Lane. What a what a funky rhythm. Mm, mm-hmm. I really love that kick drum. Yeah, she definitely brought it this week. Great singing all around. This is the one I have a note that says it feels cakey. Okay. I really don't have uh, much to say about this one because I think it's just well done. Yeah, I, th- I thought, uh, you know, she stepped up this week. Uh, is definitely just a real quality song. She really brought it. She's got that real, you know, rock star, gritty female vocal sound that, you know, it just worked really well in this song. I liked kind of, this was the, another one that kind of had uh, a repeat of last week, a little bit of electronics kind of in that intro. Yep, yep. I think these lyrics are about a ghost. Yeah, it seems like uh, someone witnessed, she witnessed a crime and then she became a ghost. They get away from that. away from the, the aftermath. I have no idea. I mean, kudos to everybody who performed all of their lyrics, but Man, these are a lot of lyrics. Anyway, up next we've got Rain Watt. Last week it was a hard one understatement. And I flew back as fast as they let me. And I feel bad that's all that I can do. But at least I made it. I can live on no-name streets or live in cardboard houses Cause what I wanna do is have a home with you On a mountain or deep underwater Cause what I wanna do is have a home with you Alright, that's Rain Watt and Rain, I am so glad I am so glad you were able to submit a song this week agree and not drop out like you said on the board however however i might have dropped out had i known that you would submit a song this is not fair (laughs) you you raised the collective hopes of everybody i honestly i I honestly wanted to hear the iphone garage band on an iphone in a hotel room recording because i think rain could have you know she could have had a, a, a fair chance of winning even with that, you know. I, I wanted to see, you know, put put a, a little bit of a handicap on uh, the, the front runner and see if they can still keep up. How do you know that this wasn't done on an iPhone? That's a good point. I took a guess. I took a guess that it was just, since it sounded like a lot of her other songs, that it was, was produced in the same way. I could tell it was rushed. And I, I'm pulling a little bit off the lyrics yeah. as well. I flew back as fast as I could. I feel like that kind of... That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I agree that it it was probably not done on an iPhone, but it could have been. I, I don't know. Apple fanboy coming on. Yeah. I mean, the Dub Dub was today. They had all these cool announcements about how you can do all these crazy things. Seven thousand dollar monitor. <laughs> how have I survived without spending that much yeah, money? How how can I make on a music without that? <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, back to Rain's song. Let's say some something actually about the song. It's like a lot of Rain's songs, immediately the intro just sucks you in. It sucks you in and you just wanna wanna go along with this awesome groove. And it's a typical 90s verse that you kind of just sit through in order to get to the chorus. It's still a good verse, but that chorus, that chorus is where it's at. I noticed the electronica, the video game sounds, the chip tune. Was, was back a little bit this week, also in Rain's entry. Apparently that's in Rain's wheelhouse, so I'm glad she was immune for that. <laughs> right. Um, as to the lyrics, 
It's an interesting concept. I don't particularly think they mesh all that well with the title, but who am I to judge? Oh yeah, this this, this did have a title. I got lost in the in the mystery. Forgot that oh. it, was, it was called "The Streets Have No Name." Are, are you ready for my take on, on yes. the lyrics? All right. So we're talking about a, a rough week. Started off wanting to be somewhere, wanting to be move in with someone. Could that someone be this neuron competition? And and the lyrics are winning the neuron. I want to move in, and that that's the winning. But the the beginning to end, it starts with the end. A rough week. Maybe she gets cut this week. Maybe she's foreshadowing the end of her neuron. I think the lyrics are a reverse telling of Rain's last year. And, and it's an interesting take on the challenge because it meets the challenge, but it doesn't really... But I think she's saying last week, this was the last week of my life, and then last month, and then I think last year. And I think she talking about how she maybe moved in with somebody last year <laughs> or she wanted to no i don't i don't think it's about neurine i don't th- you must sing to the neurine i do find it interesting how rain can turn any title into something about her life or you know something that's deeply personal to her whereas a lot of us are like uh you know just pick random objects and point at them and say, this is this match title. <laughs> well, and honestly, that could be a, a reason why a lot of her songs turn out so well, because in order to write the best song that you can write, you have to dig into what's personal to you. Like you have to dig into your emotions because that's what's unique. And that's how you're going to, you know, create a unique you know, piece of art to share that, you know, someone else won't be able to do. Exactly. Otherwise, it's just a creative writing contest, mm-hmm. which, mm, yeah. you know, despite the polish, I really love this one. I love the harmonies and that scale change at the at the chorus. It's just good stuff. Good song. All right. Up next, we've got vowel sounds. sounds what do you think scott you know i thought it was another solid song from val sounds I, I i like that it continued the story from last week apparently val sounds has been continuing a story through the whole neurine am, am i understanding this correctly and i just yeah haven't been paying attention yeah i mean last week the story was was pretty strong you know woke up in a stranger's bed turned out to be her friend and her friend's you know wife or something is that, like that what it was about that, that's that was my take on it Oh. She, she had a drunken night and woke up and it was at her friend's house because she, she recognized the house. Oh. And she recognized the, the other person in the picture. So it was, it was like her friend and her friend's wife. Like She was probably friends with also the wife, making it a, a very difficult situation. Oh, well, the, isn't this song about murder? Well, so this song in, adds the M. Night Shyamalan twist in that, no, she didn't just sleep with the guy they also killed the wife or he did or she did or they did or someone did 
Hmm. Interesting. I don't know what to make of that. I, 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 yeah. Uh, while the story doesn't really speak to me, I congratulate them on writing a coherent story. And I think this is their best entry, in my opinion. It gets, like, the production and, uh, and all the details just, you know, just well-balanced overall. The performance of the vocals is very strong overall. It's not too fast. It's not too slow. It's just a very enjoyable song all together. And that turn-back time effect where they did a little reversing, that's a pretty neat effect. Yeah. telling a story backward. I, I agree. The The production was good. I, You know, when you don't even notice anything about the song as far as production goes, that's that's when you really hit the production. Because even good production, when you when you hear little tweaks that you would do, that just naturally comes out. But when you're just not even noticing anything at all, that's when, you know, you kind of really just took it to that level. Yeah. Um, I do. I did reverse the song. It actually, side note, the whole song sounds good first. You should try it out. There's a just just Google reverse a song. You can just upload an MP3. It'll do it for you. Uh, I, I couldn't quite get all of it, but the the reverse part spoilers is uh, hi. This is Al with your subliminal message for the day. This song is about multiple things. Didn't quite catch that. Where the streets have no name. Please vote for vowel sounds in Nurine 14. Huh. So we've we've been subliminal subliminalized. Wow. Um, anyway, <laughs> I have nothing to say to that. The reversing was a theme in the song. The reverse guitar was a nice touch. I like that. And uh, there's something in there about palindromes, too. I think so I, have, I have a note written down. I'm a, I'm a fan of palindromes. I really liked the vocal delivery, especially right before the choruses. It came through with a lot of emotion that I haven't really been noticing. I think this is Owl really bringing her A-game. It's that time. You got to bring it. So those are our regular entries this week, Scott. Well done. Well done. It's a good batch this week. It's it's going to be I don't I honestly don't know who's going to get cut. Who would you rank as your top 3? You know, it's it's tough to say. Uh, I'm going to put Max up there obviously. It's it's a little bias on my part. Probably Val Sound somewhere between Rachel and Rain then for the third spot. But I, I don't know. Like like I say, mm-hmm. hats off to the judges. This is this is a tough this is a tough job to to judge people because you know I I already feel guilty even in the top three trying to you know decide yeah who will go there. I I, I feel like I need to apologize just for saying those the last three. I generally agree with what your ranking would be, with the caveat that maybe I'd put agony sauce in there. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough for the judges. I. Hope I don't make it through this. I, I, I was, hope you do. I really I do. I was supposed to be cut. It last is fun week, watching your agony. <laughs> I know it's. You know it's going to happen. It's like it's like that Mr. Burns episode where he uh, gets diagnosed with all of the things and all the diseases that are coming <laughs> you, through the door. You at do the same everything time. so wrong <laughs> that people end up liking your song. <laughs> yeah. Um, are there any you would put in the clear bottom? I'm I'm already feeling guilty for ranking someone fourth. You're gonna ask me to sit here who yeah. I would, who I'd poop. All right, out. that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. All right, uh, now we've got four. I, shadow I need, the, I need the the internet between me and them so I can just write my reviews, push it off to the forum, and then just walk away while the whole thing blows up. For this is what the podcast is for, so people can can like me instead of hate me <laughs> for typing my reviews. 
All right, so we've got four shadow songs here. And uh, the first one here is Vaster Jackalope, so here we go with that. That's Faster Jackalope with one of the longest intros. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've heard this Narine, but good for you. You I'm, know, you're cut. Do what you want. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'll allow it. I, I thought the intro was probably the best part of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I like the intro. It, it had a good like a it had a good Primus feel. Maybe a little bit of Wyona's Big Brown Beaver, a little bit of John the Fisherman, and maybe a little bit of something off the Anti Pop album. I have that note too. I'm not sold on the key change after the intro. You know, he does this really beautiful soloing intro and then kind of jumps to something that sounds like a different song. Yeah, it just I have, my note is it, it just breaks into a rock song. Yeah. I like the little guitar flourishes at the end of the verse lines and the, the bass flourish after the chorus. I don't know if it's a flourish, but I'm going to call it a flourish. In context, they'll know what you mean, Mike. The, the verse lines were delivered a little little bit repetitively uh i think it's the middle verse uh that just you know it was the same same thing over and over again without any sort of change-ups but overall you know it's a it's a pretty solid song i think the parts could be massaged to go a little bit better together yeah i have uh for the vocal performance you, you could tell they really put work into it speaking generally myself included a tough part about song fight is you know you're, you don't have that industry standard rock star voice you're just a person who writes songs maybe you know how to sing but putting those together can often be really difficult and a lot of times hearing how you sound you you're just like what what was that and and this song you you could tell they really were cognizant of of their vocal takes and they're putting in some good work and you could tell that it paid off so i thought the vocal performance was good yeah yeah lyric wise they don't seem bad my only note is the horse line kind of stuck out. Yeah, for the for my what is, what does it mean investigation? I have old western where someone dies. Pretty pretty much saloon fight, bar fight. I I have no idea. We will never know. Up next, we've got inflatable vegetables. Hug goodbye at Mannheim sunset Time and truth atop the sculpture Grass and daisies, massive fountain Wander to Parada Plus We eat kebabs bright red with pepper Where's a park? I'm bored of concrete Alright, that was Inflatable Vegetables And I have to admit, uh, neither of us got to listen to it before just now It was, it was a late late entry first take some real thick guitar laying it down rocking yeah i was surprised and impressed by this sort of instrumental change-up that i'm not used to from veggies the verse vocal delivery is a little offbeat it's interesting it's they i i I like the energy that they're going for yeah no no i mean it's it's pretty good delivery at the verse it's just 
offbeat with the music, but then the other vocal performances are so strong in this song, mm. like where it gets into the German and the well, maybe fake German. I don't know if it's real German. Well, you know, but the 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 chorus is like I have never heard that from Veggies. I am very impressed. You know, my girlfriend speaks a little German, so I asked her what it means, and she said, "Get up off the couch and do the dishes." You said you would do them last week. That's not a real story. So I think the German is reversed vocal takes. I'm not gonna upload the song to reverse it right now. But uh, you no, know, it, it, kudos it is, to it, it, integrating that. It is know? actual German. Someone put German lyrics on the lyrics form. I'm guessing it's vegetables because I didn't hear any other German. I guess we got two more songs coming up. No, I, I think this is the only one. Okay, I don't know. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. We'll never know. <laughs> There's no way to find out. Anyway, um, love the instrumental change-up on Veggie's part. Love that he's taking on a new sort of uh, vocal delivery style. A note on the guitars. You're hitting a good sound, a good tone for that rock. Uh, double them up. Pan them to the right, pan them to the left. I don't know. Maybe you did that, but you know that that's going to give you some extra extra oomph in those guitars. I think these might be fake. Fake? Yeah. Like Michael Winslow? You know, like a like in garage band or something. They do that now. Is that just, is that another plug for how good Apple products are right now? No. Um, it's just you can't double that up. Because if you double up the same synth, it's not going to do oh, anything. Oh, I see what you're saying. Just watch the light bulb go off. Uh, the the song song seems a little meta about the German, but um, I'll have to figure out what it's about later. Anyway, up next we've got Lycanthrope. Lying on the ground on a dreary grave, too late to know that he forgave everything you did in years gone by. No reason that you had to die. It's too late to avoid your miserable fate Once you step through the graveyard gate Your life was doomed to turn That's Lycanthrope With um, a bit of a musical stretch here for him uh, You know, it starts off a little little different than normal But it does kind of revert to his similar style With similar instrumentation And uh, musical scale um, The vocals are... They're either consistently off-key, or they are singing to a different scale than than I am familiar I think with. Th- they're more free-floating. I would put them just kind of. Oh, I, I would I would encourage almost more like you know, go go more towards that spoken word. They're almost purposefully dissonant because they are on a key. It's just not the note that we expect. I think if he's going to be, uh, you know, introducing some very strange uncommon scales that we aren't familiar with that it needs a, li- a little more musical buildup to bring us on that journey right if you're gonna play the wrong notes or the, the dissonant notes the not the unexpected notes if you will uh, you play them with confidence and you, and you kind of you build on top of that it's, it's like jazz you, you can play the wrong note if you play it with confidence i do got to throw in what does it mean uh someone running from jack the ripper uh, I, I did not pick that up, but I was trying to figure out what scale this was and what scale he was going for. I actually went to a keyboard and punched out the keys. Oh, interesting. 
and uh, I, then I, I, tr- the, I tried looking up the uh, the scale, and I looked like it's a natural minor B, but then the uh, the vocals definitely changed that, and I didn't. That's, I mean, that's admirable. You go into a lot of effort for the shadow entries, you know, giving them respect and love. They got cut, but they're still in it. Yeah, I, I mean, I just want to understand Lycan Throat's mind a little bit more, figure out some of that stuff. Up next, we've got the Sunday Colors. The money's pretty good, I can't complain. I stay inside most every day. I write letters so no one will see my face The nurses come by but they don't meet my gaze No one ever does Alright, that's The Sunday Colors Good singing as usual from him Seems like uh, it's another sort of epic song where he's going through different sections telling a interesting story although i didn't figure out what it was um my biggest complaint is that the guitar is squeaking really hard and that's because his pick needs to be replaced i think well that and i, I kind of commented on my uh, reviews last week he's he's got kind of that big room syndrome he needs to get that mic in close and personal and kind of pick up those sounds without having that the big room yeah. I mean, uh, it sounds like, you know, you got a guy playing a guitar in a room. I actually don't have a problem with that as much as I do the squeaking of the pick. Okay. Like, that pick just needs replacing, I think. Send him a new pick? Maybe. You could be the one who takes Sunday Colors to the next level. Just call me Santa Pick. He's, he, this guy's a songwriter. and You, you can tell that he, he puts together good songs. Yeah, I've been consistently impressed i kind of wish i had been cut last week so that he could have persisted because i think this one would have been polished up a lot more if he were still in it that's true and i think this is probably one of his better if not the best entry he's got you know some variation on the strumming strength on the guitar i I notice a lot of his other songs are you know all all of the strumming the same energy and this one he kind of brings it in slow he drops into (laughs) well this is more common <laughs> he's got he reminds me of a young Mike a young Manhattan glutton if you will doing the guitar songs but specifically when it's suddenly swing halfway through the song. <laughs> yes I, I thought I thought you of all people would appreciate that the most I think the the, the weirdest part of this song is the, the barbershop quartet in the middle of it I I thought that was a strange place to put all the harmonies. I think the harmonies are fine. My, my note on that is leave out the bass harmony. I think that's what kind of got it to the, the barbershop sound that you're, you're talking about. So m- most often in a song like this, you, you're not going to want that low harmony in there unless, unless you maybe cut a lot of the music and then get those harmonies real tight. Yeah, it, I, it just sounds like he sort of added to certain parts of the song but never got back to adding to the other parts of the song. Well, and I, and I, like, I like that too. It shows he's, he's he's branching out. Yeah. We're gonna see this guy come back and probably oh, yeah. start producing some, back some and, good stuff. And win next year. Yeah, if, the more he starts adding it, he's got the ideas. 
When he starts adding the instrumentation, layering up the song, he's, he's stepping into that world. He's, he's stepping off of his safe little guitar guy in guitar circle, and he's, he's entering a bigger world. It's, it's a little tough. Yep. But as he improves in those areas, it's, it's just... The one um, note I have is that a harmony at the 250 mark would have been killer on the word anyway. Scott will probably be able to say whether it's a fifth <clears throat> or a... Throw some harmonies in is the is the note from Mike, which yeah. you already did. What does it mean, though? All I got from this song was something about wolves, so I'm going to say it's about Beowulf. I, I got wolves, but there's some hints. If you look earlier in the song, come by, there's, there's a line at come by, something somewhere in the song, come by, combine, talking about Kansas, talking about husks, <laughs> could be about planting corn. Oh yeah, there and was harvesting. There was a line about Kansas, yeah. wasn't there? I mean, I am from Kansas, so you know, obviously, I'm going to relate to that line hmm. just because of the state that it's in. Interesting. Well, well then, nice song, Sunday Colors. Keep up the good work. I hope to hear your shadow next week. And um, next week, the title is "You Too." And the challenge is contrafact chorus or contrafact verses. You know it's going to be a good challenge when it's something you've never heard before. In jazz education, a contrafact is a musical composition consisting of a new melody overlaid on a familiar harmonic structure. Contrafact can also be explained as the use of borrowed chord progressions. Oh, right. Okay, now I remember. So this is... It was of particular importance in the 1940s development of bop since it allowed jazz musicians to create new pieces for performance and recording on which they could immediately improvise without having to seek permission or pay publisher fees or mm. for copyrighted materials. Yeah, now it's about uh, taking a song, changing the melody, and covering it. While melodies can be copyrighted, the underlying harmonic structure cannot be. I never knew that. Is this like that thing where... There's 15,000 songs that all have the same chord progression? I guess at some some point in the song, maybe the whole song, you need to copy a chord progression. Or a melody? Or, verse? No, no. no not, not the melody. A, a Harmonic structure. Harmonic structure. Or a chord progression, as some of us might call it. Another thing I want to point out is we've got another U2 reference in the literal words U2, and another caveat no U2 references. So we're, we're coming up on a real strong theme of the judges of, hey, this makes you think of U2, but don't, because we don't want to hear it. What comes to mind, what I would do, you know... Is a U2 song? <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously. Are there any familiar songs that immediately come to your mind when you're thinking of a distinct chord progression? Because anybody could do the typical journey... Or the you know you're thinking of that that one YouTube comedy video the Pacabella and D that sounds everywhere like I would think of that first of all and then I would shy away from it into the I'm getting cut land which is kind of my style of to avoid the obvious and do something that just nobody likes. So you're saying if I make it I should do a Gregorian <laughs> chant? 
well, <laughs> so take a Gregorian chant, but change the melody. <laughs> so um, one of the unique songs th- that I thought of, just, you know, if I want to make something that has a unique chord progression, or distinct, I should say, not unique, I'd say uh, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Okay. That would be that would be a challenge because you're you're stepping into some big shoes there. Almost everyone knows what smells like Teen Spirit is like. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do it for the whole song. I would maybe borrow it for a verse or bridge or something, just because it's so distinct. Even without the the ducka duckas, you know, you could you could uh, you could take the chord progression and just. Yeah, I don't know. I hope I'm cut, and then I don't have to do it, or I can do a U2 song and have a, have a, have a good time. What, what would you do with the title, though? U2? U2? Uh, I had something for this, and I forgot it. It's something along the lines of, how, how is U2 spelled in the, in the, is it U? Y-O-U-T-O-O. Okay. <laughs> like normal English? I think I remember some idea of U2 would, would have this or that, or maybe I even thought of that last week. So like a song directed at somebody. Well, it's something like blah, blah, premise, orange color, and then you too could be orange if you were something. A very, very rudimentary example of the concept. Here's a good idea for somebody who doesn't get gut. If you leave your shoes in the middle of a doorway and somebody says, hey, that's not cool, and then you say, but you do it too. You too. And then the whole song just goes through these little tiffs you have when you live with somebody. Oh, okay. Okay. So you too leave your shoe <laughs> inside the blue doorway. Well, never mind that one. All right. This has been the new ugly. Uh, good work, everybody. Thanks to the judges and uh, to the contestants. And we will be back round six next week. That's the semifinals. Email us at newuglypodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 608-571-494. I just saw that, that your podcast has a voicemail that you can call. I'd like to hear more of that. I would encourage someone to leave a voicemail. I'd, I want to see how you guys work in the voicemails. Have you had a voicemail? No. Maybe. No. You, I think, I think. well, I think the problem is it's forwarded to uh, my phone number because uh, Google so, is threatening so to delete just, it. Uh, so you might be getting Mike's phone number. Anyway, it's 608-571-4940, and uh, at New Ugly Podcast is the Twitter handle. Check out the other podcast that's doing Neurine Reviews, The Two Jerks. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Chumpy and Ryan. They do a good job over there. A couple weeks ago, they covered the New Uglies intro song. Okay, so Scott, you have to say, uh, will song love you long time at the same time as I do? We, we, okay. Like wheel or will? We will. Wheel. Okay. We'll see you later. Can we say what is it again? We'll song love you long time. We'll song love you long time. <laughs> it's just a thing we do. Okay. 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 On, on the count of three. Okay. One, two. We'll song love you long time. <laughs> Wait, you just said two. Yeah, whatever. That was the third beat. So on three. No, I, I, you, I understand what you're doing now. Go ahead. One, we'll song love you a long time. time.